thank you guys for joining me on Every Ray Living. You already know it is your girl, Rayette. Welcome. As always, thank you guys for taking the time out of your day or night, allowing me to talk you through whatever you're doing, whatever you're going through. And speaking of doing, I am out running some errands, doing some last-minute um, Thanksgiving shopping. And I don't really want to say last-minute because there are certain things that I don't necessarily buy until, like, maybe a day before Thanksgiving, so like Wednesday when I get off work, I'll probably um, be picking up some little last-minute items. But again, I'm not doing too much because your girl got to work the day before Thanksgiving and every day after Thanksgiving up until I think that Sunday, and then I'm on my week stretch and all that good stuff. But I'm not here to talk about my work life, but I'm just here to let you guys know, in a nutshell, Thanksgiving it's just a couple of days away. And I know you guys may be saying, oh, we got a few days. No, you have a couple because today is Sunday. Happy Sunday to you guys. But Monday you're going to be shopping. Tuesday you're going to be shopping. And if you're like me, like I just said, Wednesday morning you're going to be shopping because that is the way of the world. That is what we do. We like to wait to the last minute for certain things. And some of us are going to be shopping for Thanksgiving food on Wednesday. Because everybody's situation is different. Some people may not even get paid until Tuesday, and they're not going to even be able to go to the store until Wednesday. Like, everybody's situation is different, and there's no right or wrong way to do it, because as long as you are able to, and God is providing and make a way for you to go to the store, even if it is on Wednesday, even if you're going out to eat on Thursday, it doesn't matter. It's specific to you, and we just should be thankful no matter how we do it. I remember this time last year, I was sick with COVID. Um, Thanksgiving, I was um, on the men, but let me let me tell you guys, right after Thanksgiving, like the very next day, I was back at the um, urgent care because I was having trouble breathing, talking. I had lost my voice. I had lost my voice anyway with COVID, but it just got worse, and it ended up um, that I had COVID bronchitis. You heard me right, COVID bronchitis. I had already had COVID. Um, a week and a half prior, and then I ended up with COVID um, bronchitis. So, yeah, that is a real thing. So you guys be careful and take care of yourself. I know we're not under all those strict um, guidelines anymore, but you still need to be careful because I'm suffering right now while recovering from a sinus infection. I've probably had it for about a good, strong two and a half weeks because I always get sinus infections around this time of year. But let me tell you, that's what I thought I had when I was diagnosed with COVID. But when I went to um, the urgent care, I had to call into work um, because I just felt so crummy. Not crummy like last year, thank God, because, again, I thought it was COVID, and it wasn't. But she told me that I have a really bad um, sinus infection, and the left side of my nasal canal and all that is very, very swollen. So she's got me on a... 10-day antibiotic, so it comes and goes. Like, one minute I'll feel okay, the next minute I'll feel queasy, kind of like right now. But I'm not on here to talk about my sinus issues. I'm here to wish you guys a happy Sunday, ask you guys how your weekend went, and I want to get off into really quick this Diddy and Cassie settlement. But before we get off into that, I want to um, tell you what I did on Saturday. Not because you guys have never heard of this, um, and I'm not inspiring you as if you've never done it or you've never heard of it. But Saturday, all my day ones know about my self-care Saturday. And it's pretty self-explanatory. Self-care Saturday, 
Saturday, I invest in myself. You can do the same thing, too. Whatever your name is, make it about you. And it doesn't just have to be on a Saturday. It could be any day of the week. But because I work every other weekend, I mean, I usually have Saturdays off, that's when I pour into myself. Now, there was a time, even when I had to work that weekend, I had Saturday off and worked Sunday. So it's been flip-flopping. So I've been working both days on my weekend that I have to work. So my self-care Saturdays have kind of, you know, fallen back in comparison to how I used to do it. But anyways, yesterday I decided to take myself to get my nails done. That's nothing new. I always get my nails done, and they really need it done. Now I have this thing, I only get them done every three weeks. So that's about when they need done. And even then, if they didn't look so grown out, I could probably pull it off even longer. But um, I needed to get my nails done yesterday, so I did. And so self-care is not just about pouring into yourself. You can fulfill things with yourself by pouring into other people. And so I decided to make a love box for my um, daughter, and for no reason other than I love her. And, yes, we love our children. We pour into our children every day, all day, and all that good stuff. We, we do that all the time. But sometimes it's something different and beautiful when you do it and they don't expect it. They don't know what's coming. They don't know what's inside of the box. So in Jada's case, she knew that she was getting a coat because I don't know what it is with these kids. They'll wear a hoodie, and they think they're doing themselves a favor when they put a hat on. And that's fine because at least your head isn't freezing. But that's all they have on, and they look cold. Even though they're trying to convince us that they're not cold, they're cold. And I always think if I bought you a hoodie for the winter and told you that's what you had to wear as your coat when it's cold outside – they would think I was the worst mom in the world, all of that, and wouldn't even uh, wouldn't even entertain wearing it. They would feel like you can't possibly love me if you're giving me a hoodie for um, winter. But they wear it, and there's no big deal. But I told her I was buying her a coat, so she knows the coat is going to be in the care package because I really needed her size, and I wanted her to like it before I invested the money into um, getting it. And I posted that video on my YouTube channel and my TikTok, um, not so much for the coat, but just so you can see the little things that I put in there. Um, but one of my highlights that I put in the box was a journal. Um, it's a Kate Spade journal, and I like all of Kate Spade's stationery. But I put that in the um, box, and I also put her Bible that I bought for her. She might have been in... I said second or third grade. I'm not sure what grade, to be honest, but it, she was very young. So it was one of those two grades. And we had this place here in Lima called Things, not Things Remember. We did have that in the mall. I think everybody's familiar with that. But we had Gifts of Joy. And that's where you could go buy a lot of spiritual um, things, Bibles, anything, any kind of book you wanted in regards to um, Christian and all that. It was there. And they did name engraving on anything basically. So when I got her this Bible, and I paid a pretty penny for this Bible, and I had her name engraved on it. But the beautiful thing about this Bible is um, it grows with her. Like, it's just not a Bible that, okay, once she's um, in fifth grade, she can't use it because she needs to evolve. No, it's a Bible that she could have forever and ever and ever and pass down to her children. Because it's 
first of all, the word is a word that keeps on giving. You're never too old. But you guys get what I'm saying in terms of, you know, once you mature and get older, you, you'll want a different Bible. And that makes sense. But I want her to get reacquainted with this Bible because I want her to see that it's the same thing, it's the same word, and she probably will understand it a little bit more better because she is older and she does go to church and she gets it now. So I was excited. And, and any little um, thing I can do to keep my kids in remembrance of who is their cover, who they need to go to when they can't come to me when I don't have the answers. They always need to know where their foundation starts, begins, and ends, okay? And so it just filled my heart to do that. And in each little journal or whatever, I wrote a little note for her, to her, and all that. So I was excited to do that. I said all that to say I was excited to do that. And then I put her some little extra little things in there, some little earrings and all that. But I know it's going to make her feel excited and she's going to wear it and she's going to appreciate everything I got her because it's unexpected. And I know it's something that she needed to see. And she's going to hear my voice in those letters, those little notes I wrote her. But those are like little things that make a big difference to people. And even our kids. I um, did a care box for my son, and I had got them a a Bible, pens, notepads, and a, um engraved Bible case with um, a scripture wrote on it. So I do these things for my kids because... You can give them all the big stuff in the world, some of the stuff that they can buy themselves, but they need to be able to feel and come back to what they know. And sometimes it does us good as well because we miss parenting our kids in the way we want you to parent them. You know, when they grow up and get in their own places and develop relationships with their um, girlfriends, you know, because I have three boys, and then, you know, Jada, if she decides she, you know, gets in a serious relationship with her boyfriend or something like that, um, you don't get to parent them that way. You know, they have their own life. They develop a lot of different things that, you know, is going to develop as they get older. But anyways, I said all that to say that's what I spent my Saturday doing, pouring into my daughter, which helped me pour into myself. And, yeah, it was just a nice, beautiful day. Now, I had plans to come home after I did a little bit of um, – grocery shopping, because I was going to go to the store and get a couple other things after I got my nails done, but a co-worker um, slash friend, you know, she had texted and asked if I was doing anything around 4, 4.30, and if I wasn't to meet them for lunch, well, dinner at this point, and I was apprehensive because I didn't fill up to it. I wanted to just do what I said I was going to do, come home, start unpacking stuff to put my tree up, which... Again, I was on the fence if I even wanted to put a tree up. But I had made up in my mind that I was going to start pulling this stuff out, not necessarily putting the tree up yesterday, but just getting things in prep to put it up. Because I told myself, if I didn't put it up this weekend, I probably wasn't going to. Um, Because I have plans to be, you know, doing something for New Year's that wasn't going to allow me to take my tree down before the new year came in. So all that to say, it's going to go up between today and tomorrow. So I ended up going out to eat with them. Again, I didn't want to because I just didn't feel up to it. It wasn't in the plan. And I wasted $18 because the salmon wasn't 
that great. And it could be just because my taste buds and all that is just off. And I wasn't feeling it, and it wasn't in the cards. And I hate when I do that to myself. I become so regretful and wasting money. And that's really what I'm trying to stop doing is doing stuff that I don't want to do and spending unnecessary money that I don't really want to spend and don't just have it to just be spending. So I did that, didn't get my tree or none of that stuff pulled out. And I actually felt crappy when I got home. So I showered, washed my hair while I was in the, while I was in the shower, and made me some cream of chicken soup, drunk a Sprite, and crawled into bed and went to sleep because I was just spent <laughs> from that day. And I think it had everything to do with going when I didn't really want to go. So make sure if it's on you to do something, okay, do it. If it's not on you to do it and it's just random, it's last minute, whatever, don't do it. Just take it from me. Don't do it, especially if it's something you do not have to do. Don't do it. But I don't want to spend a lot of time on Cassie and Diddy because I didn't realize how it actually makes me queasy thinking about how grimy that was. And what really upsets me about this is, yes, we've heard all the things about Diddy and so on and so forth over the years, but I grew up listening to um, Biggie and his music. And love watching him dance and perform. And sadly, that's who we become enamored with, the performers and all the um, bells and whistles and the razzle-dazzles that they give us. But the reality is underneath all that, behind all that, is the person. Good, bad, or indifferent, it's the person. And when Cassie described how horrific it was being in a relationship with Diddy and expressed all the things he did to her, it, you know how something can be so unbelievable, not that you don't believe it because it wasn't for one second I didn't believe her, but it's so unbelievable you have a hard time believing something that crazy happened and can happen. Well, that was how I was. I was like, I don't believe this. I do not believe this. But not like I didn't believe it, like it didn't happen, like, but just I, I'm so in shock. This young, beautiful lady, so skinny, don't stand a chance trying to fight up against Diddy. And he was beating her, kicking her, stomping her, all of that. And people sat around and watched. And, yes, there was a, um insert in the um, lawsuit she filed that um, – she went back home. Her mom took pictures of her body and all that, and her mom didn't call the police and all that. Like, you don't know the circumstances behind that. I don't know the circumstances behind that. I think our nat natural reaction would be if somebody did something to our baby, it's up, it's on the floor. But I'm not saying her mom didn't have those emotions, but Diddy was very powerful in terms of the influence he had over people with money. And so I think that's where the police being put to a halt, being called. I think that's where that stemmed from. And I'm thinking Cassie was telling her mom, don't do anything. I got this, but just keep everything on file, keep records, whatever, whatever, whatever. Because the fear, fear will make you do so many things that you wouldn't think of. And not so much because I've been in a situation like that, but just, you just 
don't know what you'll do when you're in that situation. And if I'm getting beat like that and people are telling me if something happened to me, you know, you're going to, something's going to happen to you and then they're paying off law enforcement and people that really should be able to control um, this whole narrative, they're falling in line with the person that has the money and what looks to be like the power. I don't see anybody saying, uh, not me. It takes a moment of something like it took for her to leave, get herself together and get herself together enough to come back and say, I'm ready to stand tall and stand firm and get this part of my life behind me as best as I can. And that's what she did. And I commend her for that because that took some strength. And the fact that Diddy, um, settled this within 24 hours, you know, it's not about is, is it a, an admission of guilt or not, because I'm going to say this respectfully, my nigga, you were guilty. I don't care how you try to spin it. I don't care what your words are, why you settled it early. You know that you were guilty. You know that was a battle you weren't going to be able to win. You could play with Aubrey O'Day and um, the band. You could play with everybody talking junk about you. You couldn't play with her because you knew. He knew. And so I commend her for being able to stand up because not many people could and would. And what she did was it was intentional. She intentionally didn't rake him under the coals because she knew with her testimony and her words, opening that floodgate, her job was done. But she was ready. It was on the floor if he wanted to go to court. It was on the floor. It was up. And he playing checkers, jumping around, thinking he, you know, doing something, and she let him. And that's when she plays chess come into play. She didn't have to step one foot out of her house to get nothing done. And she said, checkmate. And if you think she got only $30 million out of that deal, and I don't know if you guys have followed this or heard about it, but check it out. But if you think she only got $30 million out of that deal, you're crazy. It said she got she she was requesting thirty million, and then lawyers' um, fees paid. He paid those lawyer fees, even though she had to sign contracts that she'll never bring it up, never say anything about about him again. And da 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 da. He paid for that, and was glad to, and was glad to because whatever anybody else probably can, probably can say and tell us, it don't have no weight in comparison to what um, Cassie has. So I'm going to continue this um, on another podcast, but I want to have other, you know, commentary on it so it's just not me and my own personal thoughts. And it's not just going to be talking about Cassie and Diddy, but just things um, similar. You know, why do we, you know, remain quiet on things we should be vocal about? And, you know, what would your stance be on it if it were you and all that good stuff? So we're always in that position where we can say what we'll do when we're not in it. Or we talk mad junk about what we'll do when we come out of it. But the reality is you don't know what you're going to do unless it happens to you or someone you know or whatever. But I hope it doesn't, and I hope no one has to experience that. But that's why we shouldn't be saying so quickly of what we would do and what we wouldn't do in situations that are, you know, like this. It has too many 
variables in it. But with that being said, you guys have a great Sunday afternoon. Um, Happy Thanksgiving if I don't connect with you guys before then. And until then, we're going to talk about it.